Welcome to our second episode of Last Week in Sports. My name is Christian and I'm your host. Um, this week we'll be covering the second week of the NFL. Uh, we had some great games online. Got to see a lot of upsets again. As always with the NFL, you know, you can't predict too, too much. There's always the standard teams that are going to put up the same stats, put up the same scores, boring, boring. But, you know, we got some good games in there as well. Um, this week we'll be going around covering the scores again. You'll hear my comments, my analysis of each game. Uh, I'll go through my personal power rankings. I'll give my five hot takes. Then we'll get into five teams that I personally think need to start answering some questions because they're not playing up to a certain par. You know, you got teams like New Orleans, you got Chicago, you got the Colts, you got Seattle. I'll, I'll get into it a little further down the line, but those teams are really, really not playing up to the standard that we have for them normally. First game of the week, um, we had a Thursday night game. Uh, Denver came out on top, 31-24 to over Kansas City. Um, this is a good game. Uh, this is a team that's starting to answer some questions. Um, I'm a little, Their offense is a little questionable. Peyton Manning hasn't looked like the normal Peyton Manning, but... He looked pretty good in this game towards the end. Um, with just under two minutes to go, Kansas City was up 24-17. to um, Peyton Manning drove the ball down the field, capped it off with a game-tying 19-yard touchdown to Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, it was a thing of beauty. It was vintage Peyton Manning. Um, it looked like Father Time jumped back in. It was like, hey, I'll give you a little magic. I'll cut back on giving you that noodle arm shit. Um, and then... With just under 40 seconds to go, uh, Kansas City decided they were going to kill the clock. But normally when you kill the clock, you, you need the ball. Um, but for whatever reason, Andy Reid decided to run the ball, and Jamal Charles then proceeded to fumble, resulting in a defensive touchdown for the win for Denver. Um, I must say, this, this defense for Denver looks real good. They're going to be keeping Denver in all the games if Denver can get any kind of offense going um maybe a run game that could take the pressure off of Peyton a little bit they they'll they'll look real good this year they'll be fine um but it, that Peyton Manning he's still he he has a couple questions to answer going further on getting into Peyton's old team though uh the Colts who do not look good at all right now uh, they lost 20-7 to to the New York Jets. I don't know what's wrong with Andrew Luck. He hasn't looked like he did in his first couple of seasons. Um, he threw a pick in the first quarter. Uh, the Jets proceeded to score with a touchdown to Eric Decker. Um, then Luck fumbled in the second quarter. Then Gore fumbled on the goal line. Uh, Revis had two fumble recoveries in this one and a pick six because Luck decided to throw another pick uh, then, you know, they, they finally got on the board uh, with a touchdown pass to Moncrief, but the Colts' defense is awful, and, I mean, I don't want to take anything away from the Jets. This is a solid win for them, and they're, they're 2-0, and which is nice, but the Colts' defense didn't know how to stop anybody, and they lost their top cornerback in Vontae Davis, so that's going to hurt them a little bit more as well. They're... 
they need to answer. They they're they're lucky they're in a weak division because I don't think I see them going very far if they even make it to the postseason at this point because they're zero and two and that sucks. A team that bounced back from their first week loss though, uh, Minnesota Vikings defeated the Lions twenty six to sixteen. Teddy Bridgewater looked much, much better in his second game of the season. Um, he had a lot of promise coming out of his rookie season. His first game of this season was eh, but he looked much better now. Um, the whole team really looked much better in reality. AP finished with 134 yards on the ground. Uh, I mean, it, it could be because the Lions are kind of a bad team and they don't know how to get out of that enigma. Uh, um, they just don't know how to finish games they had an epic collapse last week in san diego but this week they just couldn't really do much uh stafford got hurt in the game um i think johnson finally caught a touchdown but they were just trying to feed him the ball the whole time they just i don't i don't know what's going on i don't know if they'll ever get snap out of it um but they're they're not looking too too bright in their future as minnesota they could be an up-and-coming team. I mean, I still see Teddy Bridgewater as more of a game manager than a future star QB, but that's just my personal opinion. I mean, there have been teams that have won the Super Bowl, but they've had either a great defense or a great run game. It's it's tough to win with just a game manager, so we'll see what he develops into, but I don't, I don't see him as more than a game manager in the future. Speaking about... Quarterbacks are looking pretty good. Uh, Jameis Winston really stepped up after his horrific start to his career. Uh, Tampa Bay ended up grabbing the win 26-19 to over the New Orleans Saints. Um, Tampa Bay's defense actually caused three total turnovers with five fumbles in the game. Um, obviously, they didn't recover two of those. New Orleans offense has just looked lost, and I, their defense, I mean... I mean, it is New Orleans we're talking about, so you can't really say they ever had a formidable defense, but they've looked just terrible as well. Um, Tampa Bay has some playmakers on the offensive side as well. You got Mike Evans, you got ASJ for their tight end, you got Vincent Jackson still, and you know, you got Doug Martin, who could be said can be a potential playmaker as well, since he had a good rookie season two years ago. Um, and they got Lovey Smith as a coach who's a great defensive coach so we'll see I mean they're taking the steps in the right direction uh Winston looked a lot better so they might have their potential quarterback of the future moving on to a game with more veteran quarterbacks uh, Arizona beat Chicago 48 to 23 and god to Chicago I think they might be the one of the worst teams in the league this season um their defense is nowhere to be seen. I mean, I give absolute credit to Arizona's offense. Uh, Palmer and Fitzgerald hook up for three touchdowns together, with Palmer throwing a fourth to Jerron Brown. Um, their defense was awesome. I mean, that's what they're known for. Uh, Palmer's playing great, obviously, since he's come back from his ACL, MCL tear, whichever one it was. Um, I I wonder what they could have done in the playoffs last season because without Palmer they they didn't have anybody good to step in but with Palmer they haven't lost a game in the last two seasons um and then to make matters worse too Chicago lost Jay Cutler to a hamstring injury and he's going to be out for a couple weeks I mean 
it's Jake Cutler. He's getting paid a shit ton of money, and I never understood it when they gave him that contract. Uh, they haven't won anything with him. They, I don't think they've made the playoffs very many times in the last 10 seasons. Uh, I mean, when they used to have a good defense, Cutler was good, but now that they're trying to throw all the leadership on Cutler, I just don't think he's ever going to develop into that role. That's not the kind of guy he is, and they're going to keep losing if they keep relying on Cutler's arm to lead the way. Next game we're going to dive into is uh, San Diego versus Cincinnati. Cincinnati pulled this one out 24-19. to um, Cincinnati's looking pretty good this season. Uh, their offense is really coming along. They got everybody healthy. They got uh, Tyler Eifert back. They got Marvin Jones. They got uh, who's their other receiver there? Um, and obviously, they have AJ Green, who's just a beast. Um, but they also have Jeremy Hill and Giovanni Bernard, with uh, both looking solid. I mean, Bern- uh, Hill had a pretty bad game. He had two fumbles, so he got benched. But Bernard, being the smaller of the two backs, uh, and with smaller backs having success against the Chargers defense this season, he he put up really good stats with over 100 yards, and he had a couple of receptions for another 20 or 30 yards. Um, and to, on top of that, since he's got a good defense as well, like they're they're definitely gonna be one of the better teams in the AFC. But I still I don't buy into the whole Andy Dalton thing yet. I can't I can't picture him really leading a team to the Super Bowl or something like that. So. They'll only go as far as Andy Dalton's talent lets them. Uh, San Diego, on the other hand, uh, they they're they're a good team. Um, but again, Phil Rivers is a good quarterback, but they're just they don't have the coaching, I think. Um, and you could see it in this game. This was a back and forth game uh, as both fumbles by Jeremy Hill allowed the Chargers to stay in it. But even after Philip Rivers set the all-time TD passing franchise record for the Chargers, he couldn't finish the game. Uh, down twenty-four to nineteen, uh, Rivers is marching down the field, and he just throws an awful pass for a pick, and that's that's pretty much sealed the loss for the Chargers. Jumping back to uh, rookie quarterbacks, um, I don't know if you can really count Johnny Manziel as a rookie. Uh, he didn't really play it's a second season we'll call it that but uh we had cleveland defeating tennessee 28 to 14 um gianni menzel looked pretty good i'll give him that um cleveland's definitely playing as smart right now by limiting how much he does and keeping him more in the game manager role but it it definitely will help him develop a little bit more uh on the other side of the ball uh, Marcus Mariota didn't look as good as he did in his first game, that's for sure. Uh, Cleveland's defense really stepped up and brought him back down to earth as they were rushing him and pressuring him all day, and he just didn't look comfortable. Uh, he got some garbage time uh, plays at the end that really brought back his stats, but that's not what this game is about. It's about wins and losses, and uh, Cleveland's defense really looked impressive, and they should they, they should be a decent group throughout the season. Um, and uh, hopefully they put the first week mishap behind and they rally behind Manziel. Um, from what I heard, that Manziel may not be starting next week, which I think is dumb. Uh, Josh McCowan is not your future. You might as well keep running with Manziel out there. I understand the whole thing. You want him to grow into the role and really learn, but there's there's no way to simulate games and I think if you let him play and you keep him as that game manager for at least this year and then slowly expand his role, slowly expand his role, I think that's his best way he's going to develop. 
We're going to do a little bit of a speed round here because these games really mean nothing to me. Uh, yeah, Washington defeating St. Louis 24-10. to uh, St. Louis put up an impressive win in the first week over Seattle, but they just looked awful in this one. I mean, Washington almost beat Miami last week, but they're not a good team. Uh, I, I I don't I don't even know. Like Washington was getting ridiculed all in the off season and the preseason for having a terrible offensive line and really being the reason why RG three forgot how to play football because when you're getting hit that many times after surgery and you just don't have the mental ability to get over stuff like that, you're you're going to get scared and basically it's the yips and I think that's what RG three has and that's his problem, but. Uh, they they held up well against two formidable D lines. Now, uh, Washington the, last week Washington played Miami. Miami's got Sue, uh, and they have two other guys that are good. They have a good defensive line, and now St. Louis. St. Louis is supposed to have a really good defense and a great offensive line, a defensive line, but Washington held them off. Uh, St. Louis looked ugly in this one. I. I personally actually lost some money on St. Louis. Uh, I had them in my Survivor League. I had them as uh, I had a couple bucks on them. I lost out on that, and I'm pretty pissed at St. Louis. And I got to remember, you never trust a Jeff Fisher team. They're going to be the most inconsistent team possible. And honestly, I can finish. I can see St. Louis finishing ten and six, and then I can see him finishing six and ten. Like they're just going to be that bad. Uh, Next one we have here is Carolina and Houston. Carolina came up on top 24-17. Ugly game. Uh, Carolina's really lacking their playmakers still. Uh, their defense is all right. I mean, Cam Newton's going to be Cam Newton. Um, they're 2-0, and but I don't. they're not going to do anything with that record. Uh, Houston, on the other hand, they're 0-2 now. Uh Mallet really didn't do much to solidify the fact that he's now the starter. There, Houston has a good D, but they're not going to go anywhere because their offense is in shambles. Um, Arian Foster's still hurt. Their run game is pathetic. Uh, they have DeAndre Hopkins as a receiver. And he's going to be okay, but he can't do much without a quarterback throwing on the ball, you know? Uh Next one here, we got Pittsburgh destroying San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Pittsburgh put up 43 points in this one. Uh, their offense looked great. Their defense, eh. But, you know, when you're putting up 43 points, you don't really need to play defense. Uh, San Francisco's defense looked atrocious in this one. Uh, this is really, I mean, what else can you expect from San Francisco after their offseason they had? I mean, they put up a solid win the first week, but I don't see them being much in this league. Um, not for this season, at least. Uh, Oakland ended up beating Baltimore 37-33. to This was a great win by Oakland. Um, they definitely have some good playmakers on the offensive side. Uh, Derek Carr looked good. He led the last-minute game-winning touchdown with a TD pass to Seth Roberts. Uh, this actually ends up putting Baltimore to 0-2, and that's, that kind of hurts. I, don't, I mean, I know they lost Terrell Suggs in the first week, but... You would think they're a better team than that. I mean, Joe Flacco's supposed to be elite, right? I mean, that's a, that's a question for another day, I guess. But he he's, he's getting paid like it. Um, Jacksonville ended up beating Miami twenty three to twenty. I don't really understand seeing Jacksonville win and beating Miami, but I mean, Miami played like shit last week against Washington, who I don't think is a good team. Um, I, I mean. I guess Jacksonville's on the up, 
but I, I don't know. I mean, I, Miami's defense is supposed to be good this season, and they're not looking like that at all. Uh, there's there's already turmoil to top it off, and we're two games into the season, uh, reportedly Sue is now ignoring coaches and kind of doing his own thing, which I think is kind of funny because you're paying this guy $114 million, and he just doesn't give a shit. He's going to do his own thing. It, I mean, you get that with the attitude. I mean, he, he was like that in Detroit. A lot of a lot of things. He has like ten incidents where he's gotten fined and suspended. I mean, it's just you you don't give someone that kind of money. It's just stupid. Uh, I don't know what's up with Miami's offense. Uh, Tannehill is he always looks like he's going to take that next step, and he just never ends up actually doing it. Uh, another game that was a shocker. Uh, not not just for what happened during it, but just for how bad Philadelphia is playing. Uh, Dallas ended up being Philadelphia twenty to ten. Um, f- Philly, f- I don't, I don't know how to, I don't know what to say. Honestly, they have great talent, but they don't know how to put it together. I, I Chip Kelly went out, made all these moves, traded all these people, picked up, signed, dropped, released, whatever, and he he basically formed this team into his way, what he wanted, but it's looking like shit. So. There's really no one else to blame but Chip Kelly. Uh, Sam Bradford's playing like crap. I don't know if it's because he's rusty still because he took that year. He had that year off with the injury. Um, DeMarco Murray, uh, I think he's rushed for like five yards on the season in two weeks. Like it's it's pathetic. Uh, I their defense is atrocious. Um, ridiculous amounts of turnovers. They need to figure shit out because honestly I don't see them going far and I can see a lot of people getting caught and fired if this season turns into what it's looking like it's going to they I mean they have some time to figure it out but they're not looking good Dallas on the other hand Tony Romo got hurt he's going to be out at least eight weeks uh they already lost Des Bryant in week one uh Jason Witten's reported to have a couple injuries himself he might he's questionable for week three it's it's not looking good, but they're in a weak division, so they might be able to hang on. Um, I mean, they got Brandon Whedon coming to start. They just traded for Matt Castle. We'll see. Um, last game uh, we're going to talk about Green Bay versus Seattle. Green Bay 27, Seattle 17. Uh, Green Bay's looking solid this season. They lost Jordy Nelson in the first week, uh, preseason, my bad. And a lot of people said, you know, you can't count them out, but they're not going to be as good as usual. They're looking amazing on offense, as usual. Aaron Rodgers looks as good as ever. Uh, he he even went into this game and attacked both sides of the field. Last season, I remember, first game of the year, he didn't throw the ball to Richard Sherman's side of the field at all. This this year, this game, this week, just didn't care. Seattle's defense has lost their edge. And I don't know if it's because of the Super Bowl loss. I don't know if it's because Cam Chancellor is holding out still. I don't know if it's because Russell Wilson got all the money and people are upset about that on the team. There, it, It's hard to keep a dynasty together and just ask the Patriots. It's it's tough to keep all those egos going and believing in the same thing. And personally, I think Pete Carroll's a moron. I mean, you, you blow those calls, that call in the Super Bowl. Besides that, he just doesn't always look like he knows what he's doing on the sideline. And I it's just it's just how I feel, you know. Um but I 
you, we need to see more from Seattle. I mean, their offense has not looked very good at all. Jimmy Graham, I think, had something like two catches for like 15 yards in the game against Green Bay this week, and that's not good. You go out and you trade to like one of the best centers in the league for one of the top tight ends, and you don't know how to use them. That's not good. That doesn't speak very well on your offensive coach and your head coach not being able to get a talent like Jimmy Graham the ball and really have him help your team because he's not a blocker he's a receiver if he's not catching the ball then he's literally useless out there now I'm going to get into my power rankings after week two um you know personal opinion but you guys are probably going to hate me I got my power rankings looks like this I got the Patriots they're 2-0 they're number one spot I mean they've their offense looks sharp. I mean, their defense, eh. But when you got an offense putting up 30, 40 points a game, it's going to be hard to stop. Uh, in the number two spot, you got the Green Bay Packers. They're 2-0. and um, Their offense is looking good. Defense is looking good. Uh, they're they're going to be tough to beat in the NFC. I would love to see a Patriots-Green Bay uh, Super Bowl. But, you know, there's always injuries. Six, 16 games is a long time. Uh, number three spot, I got the Arizona Cardinals in 2-0. The both sides of the ball, they're looking great. Um, I see very few teams being able to beat them. I can maybe see the Packers beating them, but we'll see. Uh, number four, I got the Cincinnati Bengals at two and zero. Got the five spot is Denver Broncos at two and zero. In the sixth spot, we got the Kansas City Chiefs at one and one. The seventh spot, you got the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, they're one and one. Uh, I put them. You know, they they lost to the Pats. They're the number one team, but they completely dismantled um, San Francisco this week. So they definitely deserve to be up there. Their offense is going to be high-powered. Uh, in the A spot, I got the Seahawks still. They're 0-2, but I just don't think they're as bad as their record. They'll figure things out. they got too much talent to be an 0-something team. Uh, the 9 spot, I got the Colts. Again, another 0-2 team in front of some 2-0 teams, actually. Uh, again, they got way too much talent on the offensive side, at least, to be 0-2. I think they'll bounce back. They'll, they're will they still in an easy division. They'll they'll be fine. Uh, on the 10 spot, we got the Dallas Cowboys at 2-0. They got a lot of injuries. They're going to be dropping soon, I guarantee it. 11 spot, we got the Jets at 2-0. Hey, the Jets have looked pretty good. Uh, their defense is amazing, as always. Uh, you got Rebus, obviously, that's going to be a good defense. Um, their offense has been surprising so far. You know, I give them credit. 11th, 2 0. They're good. Uh, the 12th spot, we got the Buffalo Bills. They're 1 1. 13th spot, we got the San Diego Chargers at 1 1. The 14th spot, we got Atlanta Falcons, 2 0. Uh, that's not going to stay. Their offense is decent, but their defense is awful. I don't see them going anywhere this year. Um, they'll. They'll be bad again, as always, uh, or at least in the last couple of years. 15th spot, we got the Vikings at 1-1. 16th spot, we got the Dolphins at 1-1. Uh, the 17th spot, the Panthers, they're 2-0. and Again, I don't see them doing much. I mean, they're 2-0, and but that doesn't, they don't have the talent to beat some of the teams above them. Um, at the 18th spot, we got the Ravens at 0-2. They have looked really bad this season. I can't really justify moving them much higher, um, even based just on reputation. 19th spot, we got the Rams. 20th spot, we got the Raiders at 1-1. One one. 
21st spot, we got the Eagles at 0-2. 22nd spot, we got the Browns at 1-1. 23rd spot, we got the 49ers at 1-1. 24th spot, we got the Giants at 0-2. Uh, the 25th spot, we got the Lions at 0-2. The 26th spot, we got the Saints at 0-2. There's a lot of 0-2 teams there. I Surprisingly, too, because these are three teams that you know you would expect to be pretty decent, at least 1-1 at this point, not 0-2, but you know. Uh, the 27th spot, we got the Jaguars at 1-1. 28th spot, we got the Titans at 1-1. 29th spot, we got the Buccaneers at 1-1. The 30th spot, we got the Bears at 0-2. 31st spot, we got the Redskins at 1-1. And the last spot on my power rankings go to the Houston Texans at 0-2. And I don't see them moving anywhere the next couple of weeks. I honestly think they could probably go 0-8. Maybe 0-9 before they pick up their first win. I haven't looked at their schedule ahead of time. So, I mean, they could be playing a great team. I just I don't see them winning any games in the near future. They are a mess. Um, now, it, you know, this is going to be a new segment right here. This is my five teams that need a win next week. I got Seattle. I got the Colts. I got the Ravens, the Saints, and the Lions. These teams absolutely need to win. If they don't, they need to start really panicking because when you those three those five teams are zero and two right now you start falling to zero and three that's not good and that's gonna lead to a lot of people questioning there's gonna be a lot of arguments on the team there's not gonna be a lot of camaraderie the the chemistry is just gonna fall apart from there I mean they just they need to win next week the worst part is, too, I only see about three of those five teams actually winning. I mean, Indianapolis is playing Tennessee. I they, I think Luck's going to bounce back. He's definitely going to. They they can't lose to Tennessee. Um, I mean, Baltimore's playing Cincy. I don't see Baltimore playing very well in that game. I mean, it's a division game, so who knows? And it's at Baltimore, but you never know. Um, we got the Seahawks playing against Chicago, and Chicago is one of the worst teams in the league right now, so... And Cutler's out. Seattle's gonna roll them. They have to. They're gonna. It's gonna be at Seattle. They'll. They'll get their win there. Uh, Detroit against Denver. No, just just no. And you got New Orleans at Carolina. I think New Orleans bounces back in this one. I don't know how they stop Cam Newton personally, but I'm hoping. I'm hoping Drew Brees figures it out because I mean he's he's actually hurt right now too. Um, saying he is a 50-50 shot to play so if he doesn't play I don't see them going into Carolina and winning that game but if he does play I think they have a pretty good chance to winning um, a couple of the teams that really need to win Philadelphia at the Jets I don't see that happening but you know any given Sunday um, and then you got the Giants against the Redskins um Thursday night, I definitely, I mean, the Giants are 0-2, and they've definitely thrown some close games, and Washington is 1-1, playing pretty well, surprisingly, but I think the Giants pull this one out finally, uh, they got a ton of talent on the offensive side, they just, I, they've just been playing stupidly lately, but if I was a betting man, and I mean, don't tell my creditors or anything, but I am, I would definitely throw my money down on the Colts in Tennessee as a straight-up pick. I don't know what the spread is yet, but as a straight up, the Colts, they need this win, and I don't think they 
go in there and they fuck up like they have been personally. So if you want a good pick, pick ems you're in a pick em league, you're in a survivor, go with the Colts over Tennessee. That's what I'm calling. So, yeah, uh, that's pretty much all I got for you this week. I gave you my recap, the scores, gave you my analysis, gave you my power rankings, my five teams that need a win. Uh, I gave you my pick of the week, my lock of the week, whatever you want to fucking call it. But uh, that's pretty much all I got for you. So uh, thanks for listening to Last Week in Sports. Uh, obviously, I'm Christian. Um, you want to get in contact with me, uh, the email is lastweekinsports at gmail.com. Uh, make sure you check out our site, lastweekinsports.com. Uh, leave a comment. You know, um, these audio, this podcast gets put up on SoundCloud like us uh leave feedback we i'm looking for anything you know i'm just trying to get better at this stuff so uh thanks for listening and uh, i'll see you guys next week